Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Howdy, folks. It's Tito Ray Ramos. Welcome to another episode of Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. I am sitting next to my lovely co-host. Amanda Nduka. And this week we have the writers and creators of the Comedy Central show, the other two, Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider. Who were all really fun. Amanda right. liked them because they talked about <laughs> we, Housewives. We went in on Housewives, you guys. And I was so giddy the whole time. But even also, though, even Chris, though we differed in yeah, opinions. Chris did not agree with some <laughs> of not, your choices. My, mine were very problematic, apparently. Um, but the, uh, Chris and Sarah were also head writers on SNL. Yeah, for, so, I, I don't know, for, for a good chunk of yeah, time. Yeah, right. And so they, and, uh, and if you if you've, like kind of followed their sketches from SNL, they, there's a lot of similarities to. To, to uh, the other two. Yeah, yeah. They, do, they, do they, this, they do a lot of music. Music, so. music parody. Um, and if you're not familiar with the other two, it's a it's a it's a series on um, Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Yeah. It's about the, it's actually really funny. It's about this, <laughs> it's about these two aspiring sort these two older people. One of them is an aspiring actor. Older people. Older people. <laughs> like well, three siblings. Older. Yeah, three siblings. Two like way older, and there's a 13 year old. Yeah, yeah. The two are like a well, one is an aspiring actor, actor, and, the, and then the other girl is kind of like finding her place. Like she was like an artist. She was used to be a dancer. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And then they have a little 13 year old brother who basically out of nowhere just becomes like famous YouTube overnight. Famous. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're they're sort of like in his shadow. Yeah, it's a really it's a really funny cool premise. Um, a lot of like uh, I don't know the the guy kind of reminds me of like a Justin Bieber type. Oh yeah, Chase uh, Dreams. Chase Dreams. That um, name. Yeah. That name. I <laughs> and mean, it's, and it's super unfiltered. And I love it because it's super unfiltered comedy. Like they're not afraid to take it there. Like they're like. Especially like living in like this PC environment where people like are really kind of scared to say things or to offend people. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid to take it there. They but it's there's nothing. Um, malicious about what they're doing you yeah. know it's it's all for story and it all works and i and i i, I thoroughly enjoyed it i love it a lot i mean yeah. it, it stars I drew tarver Blaine yeah. york uh ken marino's in it molly shannon yes. who chris Cal- kelly worked with on, on a film of his called other people and um and molly she serves it rwanda sykes is in it like she plays it with the publicist, his publicist <laughs> yeah it is like such funny such situ- like like they get themselves in such funny situations like you're like how the hell did they think about this like it's it's a really yeah. it's really good comedy it's a, it's a it's a fun show right um so here is chris kelly and sarah schneider
Hi, Chris and Sarah. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for taking a break from your writer's room yeah. to come talk uh, to cop, talk shop with us. Thanks for having us. Yes. This is a nice beautiful break. Day in LA. It yeah. is not beautiful. <laughs> it looks trash it, outside. It is kind of, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was promised sunshine. Right? LA, they're liars. It's really smoggy today. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> talk about the weather. Welcome to the weather podcast. Welcome um, to our weather podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys are writing partners, yeah. right? Yeah. No, they don't know each other. They don't know each other. <laughs> but, like, what made you guys swipe right on each other for partners? Like, was it like a moment, like, you looked across the room and there was like instant chemistry? Or, <laughs> no, we dated, we dated for years. <laughs> <laughs> and then we decided we to We didn't write date, together. we just were having sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we just, we were hired at SNL at the same time, uh -huh. at, at roughly the same time. And when you get hired at SNL, you tend to gravitate to other new people mm -hmm. um and so we just started writing together pretty early on like off and on for the first season mm -hmm. and then the second season non-stop because then towards the end of our first season beginning of our second season kate mckinnon and ad bryant were hired and they became we kind of became a foursome and we wrote together all the time mm -hmm. so that's kind of what solidified it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. what was what was one of uh the first sketch you wrote together that made i'm sure you got asked this a lot but like kind of made air or whatever or what, even oh. one that you were just really proud of that didn't make oh. air. well we i mean we got a sketch yeah, on the first week um i know but that, that was crazy but the and then you have like five weeks where you get nothing on yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> but at first like one that we could reference i guess would be like that dude on my twin bed music oh, yeah. video Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't right away, but that was like a first one where we it felt like different or fun or people paid attention to it and Yeah, I always use um, my college friends as a litmus test for like if something actually trickles yeah. out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all texting me about that and I was like, Oh great. Let's cool. get out there. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so like how did you guys like I uh, this is probably gonna be an odd question, but when did you first kind of learn that you were funny and you could <laughs> <laughs> and you could write funny too? Because I I, I think I'm funny but I, I don't know if I could. Oh, no, I'm funny in my I own like, head. I know, right? I'm funny in my own head, but I don't know if it's gonna tra it would ever translate well yeah. on, on, on a piece of paper. But how did, when did you guys first kind of like discover that? Yeah, I, I don't find myself very that funny. Really? Uh, like day to day. <laughs> I think I could like figure stuff out. Well, in, I think in high school, I was very like, the boys were funny. And mm. I was like, oh, I want to hang around the boys because they're funny. And like, I'll be funny by proxy. Ooh, mm. you don't think girls are funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> the headline. That is the headline. Yeah, we're not funny. Especially not in high school. We're, we're yeah, no. We're not do comedy. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> I did feel like a little bit that they were they were like more confident. They were out there. They were louder. They were funnier. And so mm -hmm. I hung around them. And then I went to college and joined the sketch group there because I wasn't cast in any plays. And mm -hmm. I was like, but I must be on a stage. Um, and so then that like starting there was when I first started being like, oh, I think I could do this. I love this. Mm -hmm. I'm having fun and I like making people laugh. Were you, were you mm -hmm. a theater major? I was not a theater major, oh, no. Okay. I was a communications major. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lateral? Yeah, basically a theater major. So, yeah. Yeah. A, a theater major without doing plays. It's close yeah. enough. It's close yeah. enough. I wanted to be in communication. Were you communication? I was just straight up journalist. I went oh, to J no. school oh, okay. was, yeah, at was, good old Texas A&M <laughs> University. Whoa. I was the complete opposite of, of journalism. Wait, uh, wait, wait, where were you again? I was uh, child development. Okay. Uh, and now you work at Deadline. Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of right? Same. Life, right? Or Hollywood, child development. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it is the same. I think there's a lot of skills you can yeah. use for child development mm -hmm. in Hollywood. Um, what about you? What um, did you first? I don't know. I guess I 
think I've been, it's so weird to be like, well, I first realized it was so <laughs> very funny. I came out of the funny closet. <laughs> but I mean, like when I was younger, I guess I was, fun. I was never like a class clown, but I yeah. think I was always like observing or noticing things that I thought were funny observations or something more so than being like a laugh riot. Mm -hmm. But I also think maybe I developed a sense of humor a little bit because of being gay or something or as a defense mechanism yeah. really, or like, okay, I think people are on to me and what is happening with me. <laughs> but if I'm like funnier and quicker and smarter, if they make fun of me, I'll be ready for something even yeah. worse to say back to them. Or like, <laughs> yeah. it kind of developed that way maybe. Um, and then slowly but surely, I guess I figured out you could actually do it for as a job. Mm -hmm. But I was a but like, <laughs> but I mean, I, I was a theater major and stuff and did plays. But mm. I was like, that doesn't quite feel like the exact right thing I should be doing. And then I got into improv and sketch in college and after college, and that's when I started to realize like, oh, this is like the specific version of the arts that I should be doing. Mm. Well, what, so you were you were in theater. What was your first play? Titus Andronicus or something like that. Oh, <laughs> wow. My first play. My first um, a role that you remember, even. I mean, I was always just added to musicals. <laughs> is my is my biggest memory of like I was very involved in the theater uh -huh. program in my high school, and I think I just had such a stronghold on the theater community okay. at Sheldon High School <laughs> that even when I, and I couldn't sing, so when they did the musicals, they were like, "Well, Chris is very involved. Like he still has to be in this, but mm -hmm. he can't sing. So what do we do?" <laughs> so they would like add roles to existing musicals oh. that I could be in, or they would amplify a tiny oh. role. So like a tiny role that should only have oh. three lines was now like on stage the whole time being a clown. Ooh, like you're that person. I just <laughs> like yeah. I just they created roles for you like in Phantom of the Opera. Or yeah, something like but like in. Godspell, I had the one solo where you just spoke. You just said, like, you are the light of the world. And I was, like, listed as a soloist. So my really? Yeah. Oh, my God, breakout artist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I watched the other two, and I, it, it's, like, it, it is my type of humor because I, I love the fact that it's there's nothing PC about it. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's very in your face. And I love the fact that you guys sort of take these – negative sort of labels about like, with, with, with being gay or body labels and you you turn it on its head and you make it like you make humor and you make it light and it's it's not I mean you I, you can't take offense to it really like I know like t like we live in this really PC type of environment now but I feel like I the reason why I love this show is that it, it really does kind of turn all those those negative connotations into something very positive and light. And so where did this, how did this show kind of come about? Like, can you guys can give us a, I guess, a little history. Can you just give us a sure. press release? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give us a press yeah, release on it. it. <laughs> um, well, thank you for saying that. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, we, we knew we were at SNL. Uh, it was like our sixth season or our fifth season there. And we were, we knew we wanted to try something a little more narrative, a little, spend a little more time with our characters and we just started talking about ideas and we knew we wanted to write something a little more grounded but we also loved writing like Chris was saying the, the twin not do it on my twin bed and mm -hmm. other music videos <laughs> at, at SNL and so this idea kind of let us tell our grounded stories but also keep writing those like bigger sillier music mm -hmm. videos so it was the best of both worlds for us mm -hmm. and so we we and also, in. a little bit to your point earlier, we there were some like darker or more dramatic things that interested us yeah. in the storytelling. Like, we wanted this to be a show about family, and we liked that it was a show kind of about grief and like family mm -hmm. having to grieve and like uh, being comfortable in your sexuality and your own skin, figuring out what you want to do with your life. But, like a, a little things that are like a little potentially too dramatic on their own yeah. for a Comedy Central show, but putting it under the umbrella of this like pop star fame kind of helped make everything a little sillier. So yeah. it allowed mm -hmm. us to tell like grounded stories, but mm -hmm. in a 
with a slightly goofier yeah. thing over it. You kind of sense. feel that, especially like in the airplane episode. Like <laughs> yeah. right when you're about to get dark, you kind of, you know, reel it in a little bit to yeah. make sure we're, we're not gonna yeah. go in totally. Yeah, there, yeah. like I love yeah. Molly Shannon's moment in that in oh, that airplane good. episode because yeah. it's like she goes from being this sort of like like court not really I don't know if you want to say quirky but you know, sort of eccentric. like yeah eccentric yeah. person and then she has this really you know sort of dramatic breakdown and yeah, it, and it yeah. really like I felt like it really did it, it's it definitely showed like different it definitely much like you said it gave you a nice balance of comedy and like the dark the darker That's stuff nice. yeah yeah we talked it, a lot about if the if chase dreams didn't exist or he was never famous mm-hmm. what would the family be going through regardless like yeah. what issues That's would they oh, be yeah. having to deal with yeah. and then because he's famous how do they have to deal with these things in a different way. Yeah. So like Carrie would still have to be confronting his sexuality. They would still be grieving the loss of their dad and their husband. Mm-hmm. But like now under the spotlight, like right. why, how is that exacerbated or changed? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, like the planes, I think the plane episode is like kind of a turnkey moment for like when I was watching it and, and, it, it, and like you've worked with Molly on, the, on other people too. Yeah, yeah. And how did that relationship, I mean, it's like, I don't think she's playing this, but playing the same character, <laughs> but it's like their similarities because no one ever knew Molly Shannon had that in her, you know, when I saw other people and then now I'm in other people and other, other oh. two. <laughs> There's a lot of other. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. How, did, did, how did the relationship with Molly Shannon, how did Molly Shannon come on board to this project? Um, because of my, I think because of my relationship with her on that movie yeah. and we both thought she would be great for this part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that Molly was incredible for so long. I mean, she was one of our favorite cast members on SNL mm-hmm. when she was on the show. Mm-hmm. But then also she has done such great dramatic work too, mm-hmm. like in Mike White. Like a lot of her collaborations with Mike White are so oh, yeah. dark and sad and small and interesting. It just, you, you, he, her, his work with her showed that she can do more than just be on SNL. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what attracted me to her for my movie and then for this show too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's just the best. No, she is. I mean, it's <laughs> just just like seeing. I, I love seeing her play in this in this yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Actually, just seeing all of them play in this world. Like, I, I'm a fan of Drew Tarver from Bajillion Dollar Property. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, the scene, the um, also <laughs> the Call Me by Your Name scene. Oh which, yeah. <laughs> which is like, I I was like. Uh, are we supposed to kind of take this seriously? Yeah. Or is that what you wanted for that? Or, or is that like, like you a, just take it it up to the audience? <laughs> I mean, we thought that was like a serious moment for him. And uh, then we wanted to be like, this is also a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> you can, this yeah, is yeah. serious, but you can also like laugh. Yeah. At, Do you guys pull from people, from your act, like people that you know for, for any of these? Yeah, I mean, that's a good, I guess, example. Is yeah. like, it is funny that he went to the fireplace to do Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> and <laughs> I haven't done that, but I've kind of done it. Yeah. Like, I haven't done that specific thing, but we've talked about like, Oh yeah. Oh, like going like I remember one time I I broke up with a guy in college and I was 19 and I was I lived by the beach and I was like I'm gonna go buy a pack of cigarettes, don't smoke, (laughs) wear a hoodie and I'm gonna put my hood up and I'm gonna walk the boardwalk at night and I'm gonna smoke and I'm gonna perform what I think this scene is <laughs> of like being broken up with. I, was there I, a song playing in your head or something? I was listening to music. I think I made a playlist ahead of time. And okay. I was like, I remember oh. doing it and basically like in real time calling the shots, like a live producer being like, okay, now we're in a wide. Oh, oh so you, now oh we're in a close. God. Not too close, because when it gets too close, it's too like on the nose. Like, let, the audience, like, let the audience come to me. and produced Absolutely. your breakup. So we've talked about like, the <laughs> ways that you kind of performatively grieve or uh-huh. when you are authentically sad, but then you become aware that mm-hmm. you're doing sadness and then it becomes a play for yourself. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. So that, Call Me By Your Name thing is sort of like a good 
exaggeration of that, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. No, because you when you, when you get sad or you get happy, you tend to you know replicate actions. You yeah, yeah. If I've ever cried, if I've ever cried, it's been real for ten seconds, and then I'm like, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and then it's like I'm crying like an episode of Felicity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Felicity. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I always have to bring up Felicity. And, and, and then weirdly, we, we wrote this like fireplace cry, and then the house that we used for Justin Thoreau's house oh, yeah. weirdly had a had perfect a fireplace, fireplace. Oh, and my we gosh. didn't even think to make sure and it worked yeah, yeah. well <laughs> it, it, it was a lovely was moment wow, thank you. Did, he cried in real time <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. i've heard like it was like each take yeah, yeah. he did three it, times yeah. oh, we wow. were like you know Automatically. We're trying to mimic this exact moment so we were like you have a minute drew no fake like, tears no nothing fake yeah. Tears, yeah were you guys like because obviously we know that you write these musical parodies for snl and for the show but were there were you guys those type of people who like were in the front of your mirror or like in the shower <laughs> performing like somebody and if and if so who was it yeah <laughs> oh god i mean yes i would always sing hero by mariah carey in the shower yes. when i was like yes. in high school yeah it was never good i thought it was great <laughs> no, i thought right. it was like I should have been a star. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I think we all have our moments where we're like, I could probably do this. Oh, like, yeah. I, know. <laughs> like, I sing then, the national anthem in the shower as it is. <laughs> I am singing it at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think I like. I think I did the opposite. I think I did. And if I performed in the shower, I would perform like little scenes where like a woman is in the shower just letting the water drip off oh my god you were really dramatic I think I would do that I think I'd be like oh this is like that scene where you like and then I yeah I would it was never like some big song it was like a quiet like Julianne Moore performance very dramatic but did you guys like because you guys make up these really specific songs about things yeah and they're fun but are you guys the type to make up songs like for daily chores or for like um, you know you know I'm washing the dishes or something like that. You know? <laughs> um, every once in a while, if I'm in my house alone, I'll find myself being like a psychopath and <laughs> singing about what I'm doing, but not really. Not really. <laughs> we, we work better when we're like we are specifically you know this. Is you like get you gave in the prod. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. this yeah. harmony. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we were when we were at SNL, we would have to we would have to be like this. These are the to work with our music director Eli Brugham in there. He would we would have to be like these are the specific songs that we are trying to parody here. This is like the specific vibe because you have one night to write a song, yeah. so you just have oh, to wow. be like here's what it has to sound like. Oh god, figure it out. Yeah, seems stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> like going to SNL, you I mean I've read that you've kind of used some of your experience at SNL to inform you know uh, the other two. Specifically, kind of the the eating the eggs, with the uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah, with the Justin Bieber uh-huh. ordeal. Um, what are there anything else from SNL? Like, how have you, is your experience at SNL informed you know the other two? Mm-hmm. Like specifically the well, plot but, lines in it. Yeah, yeah, with plot lines, it. or even just how you made it. You know, we all we know yeah. we know the songs, of course, but mm-hmm. you know yeah. everything. Like, kind of, what have you learned from SNL that you have carried over to the other two? I guess that would be a better sure. way to put it. Yeah, we. I think one of the things that we carried over is, this is gonna sound so lofty, but like um, a little bit of like empathy for the people, people in the industry and actors and people <laughs> yeah, who are yeah, making yeah. stuff and working. And we like, our show may, has a lot of pop culture references mm-hmm. and it's very like mm-hmm. pop culture satirical, but there we hope and we are intent was that there's like a love that's imbued in all of our references, all our mm-hmm. jokes. You mm-hmm. know, we truly love the housewives. We truly love all the mm. actors and singers that we reference in the show. And you just kind of like see when you're kind of in a machine like SNL, you kind of feel an empathy for everyone's just like trying. Mm-hmm. There, some people are not 
triangles, oh, but many ooh, people ooh. are. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, and that's something that Lauren has always been big on, where it's like you never know who you're going to work with, you never know who you're going to talk to, run into, see at a coffee shop, mm-hmm. and like just keep it in mind that we're all like just trying to make stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Is there yeah. is there like an SNL sketch that was pulled that you guys really wanted to do that you did, like you could do on the the other? The we other did. Team? Well, we, we did. did what yeah. actually we wrote oh. we wrote a. Um, we wrote a sketch that went to dress and went really, we really liked it. And I Lauren was it. very nice. And Lauren was like, it was good. They just didn't like it. Like, oh. it, it which we, oftentimes if a sketch bombs a dress, yeah. Lauren will look at you like you have just killed his family. <laughs> so disappointed no in you. And he gave it up. He was like, it was good. They just didn't like it. And oh. we were like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, the fart, com- it was basically oh. a fart commercial that oh. we opened the show with. So it was like an actor auditioning for the role of man at party who smells fart and all he has to do is say haha great party and then smell a fart and then in the sketch the auditioners are like great but now I think the fart is closer you know and they were just giving a lot so of small nuance notes and a lot of the jokes yeah. were like great so this is shooting um, in uh, in, in Europe Thailand. And, or Thailand yeah. and they, you have to fly yourself there and the actor's like of course and they're like no we're either we need you to keep the all of summer open like what? it was just like it was also just like it just got, it just got crazier yeah. for a fart commercial but like the idea of doing that like small fart in front of a live audience was like such a small performance it didn't quite work Live uh-huh. or something, mm-hmm. but we we kept trying it. Yeah, and it never that's a good fart. And then we were though. like, once, <laughs> yeah. And then we were like, well, once you know, we have to show Chase Dreams being a successful singer. What would his loser mm-hmm. actor brother be doing? Uh-huh. We're like, oh, this fart audition is exactly what. That's perfect. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So well, there's another sketch that we have me and like the Bajancy one. Oh my gosh. Um, have you guys watched Homecoming? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Did it change your life? Did it change your it life? is so good. I truly cried yeah. like eight minutes in. I texted Chris and I was like, I'm already crying. And I, <laughs> I couldn't control it. I didn't yeah, know yeah. why. Did you stay up till midnight on the night it was, or did you watch it the next day? I think okay. I stayed up that night or the next night. Either night it was a late night. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how long it was. It is quite a journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good. I was enjoying it just fine. And then I didn't realize that there was going to be all this behind the scenes footage. Oh, you thought it was just going to be I'm homecoming? a fool. Of yeah. course she <laughs> filmed every second of her <laughs> right. life. So when she had truly every moment of her rehearsals, I was just like, this is great. It's yeah. just everything you want to see. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of afraid to say this. No, don't. The Beijing's is going to get you. Uh, oh, but you that was like my it? first full Beyonce concert that I've that I've actually witnessed. Oh, so that's fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan. But I'm not a, I guess a stan. Is that the, is that the uh, right phrase? Yeah, yeah. But yeah what the it kids definitely, say. yeah. <laughs> it definitely was like this. This lady is like, there's nobody. Yeah, there's the nobody to compare to her but, right like, now. Like her first rehearsal does. after the yeah. birth, that was I intense. Know. Yeah, right? and then she was just like, I'm not eating anything. She just basically, I'm eating yeah, fruits and vegetables. She, like, killed she herself. I know. I really did like watching her just. Uh, like do the work mm-hmm. and be totally. like, though she was saying something about like that's why people don't do this because it's so much work or that's why people mm-hmm. don't date. I forget what it was exactly, but yeah. just that you like always just see her out being Beyonce and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, she works all day long I know. to make this yeah. eight, eight months, eight months, yeah. Works, well, I guess a four yeah. hour, and then two hours how time. savvy she is with this single homecoming thing. She banked off of Coachella, then a Netflix yeah. thing, and the album. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was reading that because everyone was like, Ariana Grande got twice as much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she has exclusive rights. She really and now got twice as much. What? Ariana Grande got paid eight million dollars to do Coachella, and Beyonce got four million. I think that was was ended up being incorrect. Well, what well, I read yeah. was just that she negotiated for exclusive rights for the whole. For oh right, yeah, yeah. Because so now she released Netflix yeah. and she released yeah. the album, and she yeah. gets yeah. all the money from all of those. So yeah. it like ends up being. So she ended up yeah. making way more than. And her then like anyway. Ariana didn't get exclusive. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Someone threw a lemon at her. Apparently. <laughs> at Ariana. <laughs> yeah. During the Coachella. During her. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, during her performance. Yeah, she got a lot of she got a lot of shit for her performance. Oh no. But yeah. 
Well, and she also like um, reunited in sync on stage. Apparently. Which I which, think was like the best. Which moment, is fine, but like one of the best minus Justin. Of, yeah, it's just sync. Yeah. Is there anybody from SNL right now that you would love to make a guest appearance? Um, on our show? show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other show. Well, we had um, a couple people on the show last year. Yeah. Beck Bennett was yeah. on the show, yeah. who we love and just think is so funny. And mm-hmm. Heidi Gardner, who mm-hmm. we're obsessed with. Yeah. And um, Julio Torres, who's a writer there, was on our show last year. So we definitely mined that well mm-hmm. a little bit. But obviously, Kate and Edie are still two of our closest friends. We'd love yeah. They need, to be, they need to make an appearance. Oh yeah. my god! What if like uh, the, the show, the Tiger Fat, is an actual show I on know. the other two? Oh <laughs> is that? I'm just pitching you a story yeah. now. Yeah, right. Is that is that possible? Like, could you make that into its own series or? Yeah, I would love to see that as a web series. Yeah, we did a second one. Yeah. Christmas, yeah. I, think. Mm-hmm. I would watch like yeah. Either, yeah. I would watch just a, like a, an actual series yeah. about that, so or even a web series, it, any form. Well, they, it's like you, a Cagney and Lacey yeah. kind of ordeal. Yeah, they really that came fully formed from <laughs> out of them. Do you ever get nervous about about not being so PC though? Like, is there? I mean, just like I said, we're in a society where Twitter can literally take down somebody uh-huh. if you say the wrong thing. Like, is yeah. that something that you have to think about whenever you're writing? Because they have that one guy that talks about, oh, I watched a gay movie. Like, he's always like telling. Uh-huh. Oh, they're boss, the boss. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, the, the agent um, yeah. that was like uh, was calling him out like a fag and stuff. Like, yeah. Well, I don't think it's necessarily that like the show isn't being PC. It's like pointing out the types like, yeah. of people who speak this way. Right. So like. This this yeah this this agent Pitsy who is says like I'm oh yes I'm like gagging for you faggot yeah. and just says the f word yeah. to him um, and like tokenizes him and is like obsessed with having a g- new gay best friend mm-hmm. is like not the show saying that word as much as it's being like these people exist this is how people yeah. talk okay. to gay people yeah. so many times yeah. like like we're a little like trinket <laughs> for them so like we think that is funny to point out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff um, more than just like the show being not like PC or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So yeah. we think about that. We're trying to like satirize uh, yeah. certain things about the world. No, but <laughs> it's God. yeah, it's true. Like that one part she, where she says, "I'm gagging, faggot." Yeah. Like I'm like, what? And it's like, and that it's like, oh, that's 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 an agent. That yeah. sounds like an agent. Do agents? Do they? Do people say that to act to people still? I mean, it's like you know, there's there's that <laughs> like, like you, you know, can, it's, you, can it's, you still say that to people? It's kind of like no. those girls. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. We you can't say that. Yeah. I want to be clear. No, but it's also those kind of you know, there's a specific type of girl who's like, oh my god. My gays are here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, faggot. You know, or yeah. like who, even girls who call each other. My God, my bitches. Yeah, you know that true. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was real. that was specifically a good. Um, we had a good experience with Comedy Central on that because mm. they wanted to bleep that. I think that's like traditionally oh, yeah, yeah. you can't say it. Mm. And so we had a very like open conversation with them where we were like, we think it's very clear that we're coming down on the right side of this. That the commentary is that this woman should not be saying this, should yeah. not be treating. But we think you need to hear the way, word. But you have to hear the word yeah. to hear yeah, the, yeah, power the power of, of how it's bad. And then yeah. they were like, okay, well we have to like talk to the higher ups because this is normally a bleeped word. Mm-hmm. We might have to get like on a call or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we emailed back being like, happy to get on a call whenever. And then I think <laughs> they were like, we'll get on a call. Okay, you can say it. Yeah. I think they were like, we're not this doing this. Like, this, this, this is too much. Yeah. And we're going to be relentless. Do you, do you guys have a limit of how many, like, times yeah, how many times you can say <laughs> Well, just like, because you, they, they, you say, well, yeah, we do. No, yeah, okay. I mean, we, we, have we a set limit. it to our okay. ourselves. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. We don't want like more than per- like a couple a show because then it starts being like, 
overwhelming yeah. the dialogue. Comedy Central seems a little bit like uh, they're a little bit more open, right? With yeah, like they curse words. Are, yeah. okay, they have to be bleeped if they're on like live TV. And then I think uh, when it's on, when okay, it's on I iTunes, it it's not or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. But again, but we don't your, really yeah. like oh. yearn to cuss or something mm-hmm. on the show. It's more we want it to be enough that it just sounds like the way people talk yeah. to each right. other. So yeah. people never have full conversations all their lives, or they never mm-hmm. say shit or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some people do. So we want it to feel natural. We don't want to just put a bunch of like curse words in there for fun or something. Well, sometimes it feels like you can lean on like fuck to make something funnier. Mm-hmm. And at SNL, you just couldn't. So yeah, yeah, a right. lot of our training and how we were writing and writing dialogue, we were like, we can't, we can't rely on that. We can't yeah. land on that just to make it funnier. So yeah. it's not really part of our writing style. Cool. So you're you're in the writers' room right now for season two. Who, yeah. who, uh, so what can we expect? Oh my! Mm, spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, we're still figuring out so much. I mean, it, at the end of the first season, we kind of pivoted. Who in the? Fa- I don't. We can yeah, talk about it now. It's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler alert! Um, at the end, we we reveal that Molly has gotten or that Pat, Molly's character Pat has gotten a talk show because of her breakdown on mm-hmm. on the plane. Mm-hmm. And so this season we are exploring that Oh, the idea. talk show? The talk so this show. season she's famous. Yeah. So oh, we liked the idea of That's a quick <laughs> yeah. kind of changing the status quo, but it's like the idea of them being the others to their little brother. And what would it be like if now you're also the others to, to your, your mom. mother? And, and that kind of like, it was like a sleeper all season. <laughs> yeah. and then you, when it's like she got her own talk show, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. She was saying yes to things and yeah. she was like having a bi- all these business opportunities and she wrote a book and then yeah so yeah, she has kind of, yeah it's like further bruises the other two's egos in, yeah. a, in a way yeah yeah totally. yeah. yeah yeah that's fine yeah <laughs> it kind of just i just like that i just like the story in general about how like these two people are working really hard for their career and then the other the other two mm-hmm. i guess yeah the mom and this uh their, their brother they don't do anything like they're yeah. not trying as hard and they just right. um, it falls in their life exactly. yeah. that, that was interesting to us is like there's not often a rhyme or reason mm-hmm. sometimes like hard work equals success or or success in quotes but it's like with this industry right. sometimes it's just yeah. some people have it some people don't or it's mm-hmm. timing or it's luck or it's a combination yeah. of all those things Especially so now these yeah days, look like... at the actors and the musicians out there these days yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna name any names but you know <laughs> what I mean but that's what was interesting to us yeah. is like you can you know follow all these like rules or do all these steps right. or do all the right whatever's to like have whatever you think success means and there there's just not like 10 things you do in order to get you, your thing mm-hmm. so I think Brooke and Carrie being frustrated by being like, but we did it all right. right. How do they get to swoop in and yeah. out there? Well, uh, you know, this right. was interesting to us. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. What are you guys watching right now? I'm watching Bodyguard. Oh, I just started that. Which is yeah. so hot. I, I love it. That. And I'm yeah, watching, that is hot. I think you could I think you should leave on what Netflix. Is that? Oh, which yeah, is great. Tim Robinson and Zach Cannon's new show. And oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Zach Cannon was hired at us at SNL and um Tim was obviously there. Mm-hmm. And it's this, his new sketch show, and it's yeah, it's just like a six-part sketch show. It's so funny. Great. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Chris, what are you watching? What am I watching? I are you watching Survivor. Terrace House? No Survivor or Housewives? No, Terrace House. I definitely watch Survivor and I watch Housewives. Yes. Are you it's so Housewives? tough. I love to watch so much, and then when we're like in the thick of writing, I can't stop right. watching something. Do you shut off, or, yeah. or I only can watch reality TV or something. I yeah. watch a lot of. Um, Two episodes of a show, and then I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Kind of, no, that, and there's like no rhyme yeah, or reason why you stop. Two episodes into Bodyguard, I yeah, no, into that's how I feel like I do reality. That kind of helps me like 
like, <laughs> like my calm. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm urging like, everyone yeah. to watch Terrace House. I mean, are, I are you guys familiar that, with yes, it? Yeah. It's basically a J- Japanese, like, real world. But, I know my friend Jen oh, yeah. Zelensky, so she loves it. Yeah. And also, it's like, they're, they're like wildly basic and boring, but it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like this cultural, the Japanese thing, because they're very transparent with each other. Yeah. I'm on, I, I, I started watching the latest season. All my friends were like, no, you can't. You have to watch from the beginning. Because there's like the, the season, the new one's called Open New Doors. And then the first one's called Boys and Girls in the City. And then there's another one called Aloha State where oh, they wow. film in Hawaii, which they say to skip. I'm just I'm just telling everyone to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I'm just curious because I love the Housewives. Which are you guys up to? Do you watch, watch all of them? I just watch New York. Oh, okay. I watch New York and Beverly Hills. Okay, I, I watched. I used to watch Atlanta and then I stopped. But I'm just like Beverly Hills, Orange County, and a little bit of Potomac. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I don't watch it at Keep all. Yeah, thank you for making the time to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so what's next for you guys? Like other than obviously um, the next season of the other two, what else do you guys have going on? That is all I can think about What about the other two, like, product line I see in the yeah. back? We have the other two backpack. Yeah. The, merch. <laughs> the, the merch. coming out anytime soon. <laughs> it's like a uh, collaboration with Amazon. Gucci or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. If Gucci wants to reach out to us, we are available. Maybe not Gucci. Or like Target. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good partnership. Target wow, we good. really just loved <laughs> it, in your opinion. But remember when Gucci. Target used to do those collaborations with the high-end designers? Like a yeah, l- totally. But the, I don't know why they don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's just a sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back to collab. Target, I know you're listening. And so we like to kind of wrap up this interview with like random questions because I think all of our are random. But we call, no, <laughs> but we call it the FAQs. Um, so the first question is, what was your first concert? Oh. God. Very first concert. <laughs> Very first concert. I don't know if this is my real answer because <laughs> I don't really, I don't remember growing up and going to concerts really, mm-hmm. but I. Or the one, at least Red the one Hot Chili Peppers. They were hot. No pun intended. That was hot. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine was I, Dave Matthews Band at Hershey oh, Park. Oh, so. those are fun. Very just high like, school. Just like, what's your character, the character. Oh, she's Snow Patrol. She'd mentioned yeah. One time I saw a Red Hot Chili Pepper um, Snoop Dogg concert. Oh, and it was so fun because like they switched off, and depending on the song, half the audience was not into it, and then they switched off, and then the half the audience was not into it. There was like very little overlap. No, there was that time where like hip hop and like rock. Oh, like Limp Biscuit. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln Park. Yeah, I'm not a real concert freak though. Are you guys? Yeah. I I don't like. What was your first one? Mine was Backstreet Boys. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mine was uh, <laughs> was Paula Abdul. Oh, that's good. That's good. SeaWorld. <laughs> I mean, where else you want to see her? Right. Yeah. That is so funny. Right. Paula Abdul at a SeaWorld at <laughs> your first concert. That's a really it was when, like, we were talking about this. This is when, like, musicians used to go to amusement park. Yeah. And that would be a tour stop. Yeah. And then we would go to that throughout the day, see Shamu, before it was pro- before Black- Blackfish. <laughs> so the, on the calendar was Shamu and then Paula Abdul. <laughs> it was like... And I was, it was like, peak, it was like, <laughs> right. peak Paul Adzul, straight up, you know, it was, it was, it was a show. Wow. That girl had put on a show. Um, You're so, talking about Shamu. <laughs> Shamu, yeah, about Shamu. Shamu's like, yeah. fine. Um, what kind of odd jobs did you have while making it through the industry? Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, through the industry. Through the industry, I was, we, I started working at an ad agency. I was like a creative assistant and didn't mm. have 
anything to do, so I would sleep on a raft under my desk oh. every day at work, a blow-up raft Fine. that I had brought in with a pillow, and just hope I wasn't caught. Um, <laughs> That's special. I wish yeah. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going They can hear you. Right? <laughs> Kidding. I waited a lot of tables. Mm. I had a bunch oh, yeah. of random jobs. Like, but yeah, like I waited restaurants, like a, a Red Lobster. I mean, I, I worked at, I mean, the restaurant that Carrie works at with the, oh. the manager who's like, I watched Brokeback Mountain is from an actual restaurant oh, that I worked really? at in New York. Yeah. Oh. Wait, did somebody actually, did somebody? Did yeah, that exact conversation wow. verbatim. But so yeah, there was, like, me, there was me and one other gay waiter and our manager pulled us aside to let us know that he'd watched Brokeback Mountain for us. Oh my God. Um, and did you react the same way? You were like, oh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, we're just sort of like, thank you so much. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I waited a lot of tables. I yeah. um, I like temped at a place that the whole time I temped there, I didn't know what they did, but I kept like entering numbers for my job. But it was like the name of the company was so vague, and like their graphic was like two hands shaking hands. And every time they told me what they did there, I didn't know, but I, yeah, I, I typed in so numbers. Oh my God, was it legal? Um, I know, yeah. Um, yeah. Shaking hands. Yeah, mostly waiting tables. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I never did that. Um, so back to housewives. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> if you could um, go on vacation with one housewife, who would it be and where would you go? Ooh, what kind of vacation is it supposed to be? Uh, any vacation any of vacation, your one. This is your fantasy. It could be, you know, I would, I don't know where I would go, but it would definitely be with Sonia. Sonia. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am, I'm not familiar so with like, housewives. She's, so a, she's, a, she's a character. Oh, it's so like a Maldives yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, gotta she's go She's a character. Life. <laughs> I don't know who I, I, my name would be probably Kyle. Whoa! <laughs> really? Wow, that that chilled really? me. <laughs> Wait, I, love I don't Kyle. understand. I don't. Or I, you know I'm, who I'm really totally liking these days? Yeah. Teddy. Okay, okay. Teddy Mellencamp. She seems really cool. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> like don't know I'm like this all alien to me. I have controversial opinions on Beverly Hills. Oh, really? Well, controversial for you, I guess. Yeah. I don't like or enjoy any of them. Oh, really? <laughs> and I'll you say know. that now on this podcast. <laughs> you know, oh my yeah. God, breaking, this is going to be the headline. <laughs> they're, all, they're all sort of a hot mess this, this season. I, I'm not I just think the New York girls are fun and funny and fun. Mm, and I really? think all the Beverly Hills girls are like serious and boring and dust. I, I think the, the New York, they're batshit crazy. I love like, it. That's what I want. Yeah. Like this is, I feel like it, it can't be... People can't act like this in real life. Like, you I need just, to watch it. I just I shouldn't. I can. I just shouldn't have to watch an entire <laughs> season yeah. of women yeah, talking about fake much. texts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or like, or the one one season was the Munchausens. Like, was like yeah. This, this season long debate was does she have Munchausens? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, well, right. the Munchausens <laughs> is in right now because you know the act. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It's in. Um, no, I mean, I did watch Atlanta for a hot minute. It was, yeah. like, during, like, when She by Sheree first got yeah. released. Oh, yeah. The, oh. <laughs> the reason I stopped Atlanta was because they had this story, and it, it ended up being false, but they had a story that one of them had, like, date-raped another one. And I thought that, like, it kind of went too far. So oh, I had geez. to, like, remove myself. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I just it was, remember. like, something, maybe not date-rape, but something, like, gave her yeah. a drug or something. And I was no. like, this is she, not. Yeah, yeah, I stopped that Tardy for the Party and She oh, by Sheree. I, mean, tardy for, I, I also watched Tardy for the Party. Oh, God, you are. <laughs> yeah. I did watch, one of the things I watched recently, did you see that Danielle Staub, which I don't watch the Jersey no. one, but that Danielle Staub posted an Instagram of, it's a one minute long Instagram, I'll show you when we're done. <laughs> Danielle Staub is on Jersey, on Jersey I think. Yeah, yeah. She posted a one minute Instagram of her just posing to camera, smiling, sexy <laughs> posing, to Walsh in the background, A Star Is Born is playing. Oh, so my Shallow God. is playing. And then she's just, it's a minute long of Shallow playing while she just poses. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. It's so bad, so I'm going to show you when we're done. I want to do that <laughs> online. Yeah, she, Great. She was, yeah. I'm working on my uh, Insta thought game. <laughs> <laughs> take, take notes. I know. I'm really bad <laughs> at it. Um, 
Do you guys have a problematic favorite TV uh, TV show actor or movie? Oh, so TV show actor. Oh, like something problematic. Yeah, problematic that people will be all why? Like, do you like R. Kelly or something? Like that? <laughs> oh, got it, got it, got it. Um, Not that Jimmy? R. Kelly's too intense. It's, it's too extreme. Yeah, what if I was like, R. Kelly, I stand <laughs> with him. Chris Brown, whatever. <laughs> It feels so problematic to Yeah, to say I don't even I'm trying to this is gotcha journalism. I don't even I'm trying to think who I Or like something that you know people would be surprised at. I guess I would say I absolutely love twenty people that I don't know are problematic yet. That will be or something. (laughs) We probably all do. I guess I have an answer, but I don't know what the answer is yet. They haven't been found out to be problematic. And then I will absolutely distance myself. I'm like, I don't know. I can't think of it. I mean there are people that we worked with at SNL that we loved that then since then. Yeah. We cannot love no more. <laughs> mm. <So>. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep it at that. Um, and on, of that. on that note, <laughs> um, who was your favorite SNL guest? Oh. We love Larry David. Larry David. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. He's just really the cool. best. Yeah. He's just exactly what you want him to be and so nice and funny. Yeah. And we got, well, because you a lot of hosts boys. you only work with once because mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. there for the week, but then yeah. we wrote Bernie Sanders with him. So he was oh, yeah. there on and off for like a year and a half. And I just loved Seinfeld growing up. That was my first and favorite comedy. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was very nervous to meet him. And when Julie Louis-Dreyfus hosted too, I was like, I almost don't want to meet her because what if she's mean? But she wasn't. I mean, yeah, she was great. But no. So that was very cool to have she like a hero. Like, she seems like she'd be really cool. And he yeah. seems like he'd just be really chill. Like, he's just funny he's, and yeah. like yeah. Um, rude in a nice way. <laughs> and like just kind of like exactly like what you that, think. Though. Like he like, kind of like, like makes fun of you in the way that you want him to. And yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so our last question, we asked this to all of our guests, is there an underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it's a writer, actor, or producer, or any storyteller that you that isn't in the mainstream that you think deserves more time in the spotlight? Whoa. What's, what's mainstream? Or like that people don't know. Maybe people of, don't know yeah, them yeah. as like, people don't know who they or are. Or people who just want to give a shout out to that yeah. are really yeah. doing like dope shit right that, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right now, I'm obsessed with Bone Yang and Matt Rogers. From yes. Teresa's. They're not I, underrepresented, but they are so funny. But to not me. a lot of people. I, I heard I y'all's episode. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, is it condescending to say that about them? Because they're not underrepresented. They're not underrepresented but just, no. But just. Think, but I know. We were like, I guess a lot of just our writers' room or writers' room for this season or last season we love, yeah. but not in a. No one's paying attention to them. Yeah. Like, but just like, no. I guess we would want to shout them uh, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's like, listening? Who's not? Hasn't the last culture so You should listen. listen. Yes, oh, I'm funny. a fan of that show. I love their show. Cola Scola, who certainly doesn't need us to promote him, yeah. but is um, mm. was our writer, one of our writers in season one, and I think is just the funniest person I can think of. Like his live shows yeah, just live make shows me laugh so until I actually cry. He's just so funny. Mm. So want to Cola Scola is great. Yeah. Writers. Who else is in your writers' room? Just list um, them off. Last, well, last year we had Joel Kim Booster, who's also who's really awesome. Well, and Jordan Forsman, Forsman yeah. Love, and Gilly Neesom, yeah. Who's, who's back this back season? This season and is the, one of the funniest people in the world. Yeah. She's based here in LA and she has a live show every month called We're Gross, which is so funny. Oh. Go check it out. Where's yeah. that? At UCB. UCB. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And this year we have. Matt Rogers is in our room this year. Oh, Guy nice. Branham, who's oh, a legend. Wow. Gilly is back, and um, Genevieve and Yellow. Genevieve and Yellow. Yeah. Genevieve is a yeah. Genevieve and Yellow on Instagram is a funny. Is the best follow you'll ever follow. She's very life. funny on social media. Alice Jew and um, Jess Wa- Jessica Watson, who is on Pen Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, we just had the two. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great show too. Yeah. Anna and Maya on recently. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, thank you guys so much for being yes. here. This is so fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. You guys are amazing.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.